Bingo Bango. Hello and welcome to Freedom A Good Home. A podcast. Hang on, Ben. Yeah. I've written <laughs> a new line because I know you hated my intro before. Oh, okay. I've, I've actually, I actually spent some time today and prepped. So, so just so you know. What I used to say. Uh-huh. Was well, no, I was going to say, Michael is looking at his phone. He's actually written it down. I've written it down. Unless yeah. you're like scrolling Twitter or something. <laughs> oh my goodness. Ben Law is cancelled. No, um, <laughs> I, because uh, I used to say. Uh, the internet's only funny podcast. That was yeah. what I used to be, uh, we yeah. said for a while. Yeah. You got annoyed at that, so okay. I changed it. I actually spent some time with this. I think I think mm-hmm. this is actually pretty good. All right, welcome to a podcast where we search for the hidden treasures behind your local classifieds and occasionally other text on the internet. Oh. What do we think? Well, let's bring our guest in because I think our guest <laughs> Sorry, can decide. Has the podcast begun. <laughs> 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 So quickly from fucking around. <laughs> then you said you wanted to do a mic test, and <laughs> you gave me enough time to pick up my mic before you said you were done. And then Ben said bingo bango. <laughs> yeah. And yep. Hing just began, and now we're doing the podcast. Our guest today, you'd know him from his award losing Dungeons and Dragons podcast, Dragon Friends. He lost one award, and we came second. Getting, Where's the line? Nominated, but it can't quite close the deal. From Dragon Friends, it is Dave Harmon, aka Dungeon Daddy Dave, whose house we are recording in today. Hello, yeah. Dave. Welcome. Using all his gear <laughs> um, in his house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and <laughs> Dave quite politely said, because I guess that's what you do when, when you're a host, when people come to record a podcast in uh-huh. your house. You, they say, uh, I guess, does anybody want any water? And I said, <laughs> I wouldn't say no to a sodi, which I, de- I don't think is in the spirit of the request. And as soon as I said it, I thought, that's a bit fresh. Yeah. Um, we had to, we found actually <laughs> HelloFresh two years ago, <laughs> sent us two sample Cascade water and lime spritz. Ooh, so and they have yeah. sat in the cupboard for two years. And there's a second one of those, if you like it. Oh, my so God. A, or well, you've got Dave a room temperature soda pop bed. Or yeah. flavoured water, I should uh, say. Please, please, hang a sodi. Yeah. <laughs> I got my sodi and I'm ready to go <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Hey, hell. what do you think about that? Uh, I hate it. What, what about this? What about... Hello, everybody, and welcome to Freedom of a Good Home. I've got my sodi and I'm ready to go to. <laughs> Is that better than Hings? That's good, actually, Hing. I think. Oh, I'm going to commit to my one because I spent some time writing it. And I'm trying to be a radio professional. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a huge announcement. Uh, which is the which is the main reason we're doing this show? What? Obviously, it's for your. Uh, <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> it's obviously it's for your. We're enjoyment. moving into crypto, <laughs> <laughs> guys. Free to a good home coin is uh-huh. your one stop shop to our decentralized network. No, mm-hmm. uh, Ben, you yes. might not know this, but on the 11th of December. At the Sydney Comedy Store, we <laughs> are doing a live show, a live freedom of good home. <laughs> Do you know I don't know this? You know, Dave, how you said mm. you guys just fucking move so fast, no admin, just hit record. Yeah. This yeah. is also how Hing does admin to me. <laughs> so, Ben, if you could mark it in your diary, please. It's the, the afternoon. It's been like 10 days. <laughs> Yeah. You are starting to advertise this on a podcast that is he, that Ben is going to lose for a week. Yeah. Look. Yeah. Uh, look. I will say though, we've already sold quite a few tickets. What? So we didn't even have to advertise it. People just like the idea of our podcast. What the fuck are you talking? How did they find it? Uh, I think I put it on my link tree. I don't know. Look, if you want to get tickets to it, they are moving quickly, so you can find it on my Instagram link. <laughs> Or you can go to... Just tell them where it is. Comedystore.com.au slash event slash free hyphen two hyphen r hyphen good hyphen home slash. And if you don't know what Free to a Good Home is, it's where I have a sodi <laughs> and I'm ready to go to. Um, we've got loads of special guests. Uh, the only one I'll what name do so we? far 
is uh, the the worst um, clown in town. Tom Walker will be one of the guests. There'll okay. be two others who we will announce, I don't know, throughout this week, I guess. Um, <laughs> look, and Dave, you've been to our live shows before. Yeah. Um, the last one, I think, Ben, you oh. might remember. No, that was the second last one, right. surely. Did we do sure. the Vanguard? Well, <laughs> yeah, one of the ones we did the Vanguard, Ben and I both did things we regret. I think I said some unforgivable things about your very close family members, including your son, Ben. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. And yep. I think, Ben, um, you did something, which was um, <laughs> arrange a series of Chinese people on stage in order of their HSC marks. Okay, so, now, <laughs> you now, did do that. Now I you do, did do that. I do want to say that I want to say two things about okay. this. The fact that they were all Chinese was completely... Also, by, also was, Cameron James was there. was completely by chance, and if anything reflects just <laughs> h- how diverse our participants and audience are. <laughs> by diverse, I mean Chinese. Yes. <laughs> so diverse they are a monoculture. And secondly, I was so drunk that night uh-huh. that not only did I immediately delete the recording of that podcast as soon as the Vanguard sent it to me, <laughs> but I also quit drinking for 10 months. <laughs> um, yeah, but look, that, uh, that's a reason why you should come to, that's one reason you should come to the Comedy Store show. Um, often, you know, stuff like that happens that you'll never be able to see on the Patreon feed or no. the live feed because either we'll fuck up the recording or alternatively, we'll have to delete it on account of shame. Yeah. Um, well, that's exciting. Yeah, this is exciting. I'm trying to December. remember, just because you got such a roast in there, I'm trying to remember what Hing said about your son. <laughs> I we don't need to repeat it. it I, I can't remember <laughs> either. It was I, pretty bad, but it was like one of those ones where, like, it's look, only happened maybe like four times in the, I don't know, 30 years that I've been friends, where one of us has had to message the other one a couple of days afterwards, which is like, hey man, that joke you made was actually not okay. <laughs> it was, uh, it, we, you know what it was? It was so bad that it made me get so drunk. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, anyway, uh, we have another a huge, another fun bit of admin to do at the top of the show. Oh my god! This Before is, we get, is this the, the thing that I'm looking at right now? We are looking at right now. Now, often at the start of the show, Ben will do a thing called a snack report. Yep. Where he, he reports back on the snacks. And I've already, eating. I've already, I've already done a bit of one because I go talked about my uh, soda water soda. and lime. I think I will. Soda. Give us a little that. taste of that. Um, now, Dave, who is who is a podcasting professional, <laughs> and I think has listened to enough episodes of the show to know that this is what I would have wanted. Put his mic. Right next to the Sodi as I did too. So hopefully you're getting that in some version of stereo. Stereo. <laughs> um, oh, I should say, by the way, the, mm-hmm. the other momentous thing about this is this is the first Fred Good Home that I've done in the past, I'd say like three or four months where we've all been in the same room. Yeah, gosh. Yeah, we've been doing them online for a while. So it's yeah. nice to be here. But also, this is the room where we do, we're recording this in the Dragon Friends room. Mm-hmm. So it feels like... Um, doesn't feel that special, if I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but how is your Cascade in life? Oh, it is... You know what? Uh, I, you know, resp- th- th- I, first of all, mm-hmm. I want to say that our host, Dave Harmon and, and Shakira went above and beyond in providing this delicious sodi for me. Uh-huh. Um, I think it would have behooved me <laughs> to bring my own sodi if that's what I wanted to drink during the podcast. And yet I feel like they really... Or were- I don't know, you're an SD card. <laughs> 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 Even your own microphone's would be good, man. <laughs> but, uh, but they've provided it. So, and? So... Uh, to that end, it does pain me to say that it would benefit from being chilled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. But uh, but you know, I can, I can, I think I can take myself on a journey of the mind where I imagine that it's chilled. Um, but they also have provided all three of us. Like you can, you can't really provide yourself water in your house. So so me and Hing uh-huh. with with water in beautiful whiskey glasses with ice. What? So what I'm planning to do is drink this bland water, 
and uh, then decant it in. Oh, sure. I've actually used these these because Hing only drinks in my house using the crystalware, which is a thing. Are I these discovered. crystal? <laughs> are these quite fancy? Are they? Yeah, yeah. You, I just naturally picked them up because they're quite they're, they're nice to hold. I didn't realize they were fancy, but thank you, Dave. No, no. It's um, I've always just assumed that you were taking a stand, and so I just <laughs> wanted to encourage you. Thank you, Dave. Um, Do you well, know that at at my wedding? Yes. Um, which both of you were at. I was at part of it. I missed the first bit. What? I didn't know this. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I missed the first bit. You mean the wedding? I, look, <laughs> I missed a lot of the wedding. I have a lot of anxiety around weddings. Um, uh-huh. And I was I was really sucking myself up to go. And then I may have sat in my car playing games on my phone. For oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, oh, because, you know, I'm so scared of being late. And then the worst happened and there was traffic. No, I probably I, it was it was at it was at Alexandria, and I sat in my car for a bit. I didn't think, but I think. Well, I so think while I was like doing my vows on the most important day, you were fucking playing like Blockudoku <laughs> in your car. Slappy. <laughs> I remember we went to a mutual friend Gabby's wedding, and you made a quite sincere pitch while we were driving uh-huh. in the rain to get to the church. Uh-huh. Um, for us to not go to the wedding and to go to McDonald's because she wouldn't know and wouldn't care anyway. Did I? Yeah, you were wearing a three-piece suit at the time. <laughs> so it's stuck in my memory. <laughs> All right, now let's, anyway, Ben, let's, at your wedding. What oh, you sorry. Uh, I don't even fuck. I'm so blind with rage that you didn't fucking... No, sorry. Uh, somebody gave us some fancy glasses mm-hmm. uh, as a gift for our wedding. And they said, we got these from this like shop this like antique shop mm-hmm. and the guy says that um, he can certify that these beautiful crystal glasses, it's like a set of eight of them, mm. were once in the same room as Zelda Fitzgerald. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> in fairness, she walked through a lot of factories. <laughs> in the Shenzhen province. <laughs> 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 uh and you know, you know those things that I mean. I think this happens with me more than other people on mm, average. Mm. But where you just like f- you just like hear something, you're like, "All right, well, I'll just put that in the <laughs> true filing cabinet in my brain and not really <laughs> not going to interrogate that yeah. for a second. And then, like, I don't know, five years later, you're like, "Wait a fucking second. <laughs> um, all right. Well, airing of grievances aside, regarding other people's weddings or weddings that were not gone to, uh, we have some very special news, which is that a uh, one of our favourite cowards, uh, Chara Saverti. Or seven seventy, I think. I'm not sure. I'm apologize for pronunciation. Yeah, maybe. Okay, apologize for the pronunciation. Charo, you've done really well. You've sent us. And how did they send this? Uh, they have contacted me and said, "Well, I want to send you something." And I said, "Great." Okay. Uh, and then they've sent it to my work, which is the uh, the ABC. Okay. And yeah. what they've sent is a series of snacks. And Ben, you'll see that there are five snacks. Oh here, five my god! Thugs. And what Charo's done is he's, he's given you the top five. <laughs> Oh Ben's top five chocolate bars. Now, you know that you know that scene in The Simpsons when Ralph has the diorama of Star Wars things, <laughs> and Principal Skinner's like, "Han, Chewie, they're all here." <laughs> that is exactly my like internal. Ri- Chris, violent <laughs> So, if you listen to the Tom Lowndes episode of the podcast, Ben went through his top five uh, chocolate bars. Now, now, Ben, what? Because you insulted. Dave's cascade um, for not being chilled enough. Dave, you can get first pick of the snacks. Right. I, from okay, I have I have one in my head that I really yeah, fucking I know you want. Do. I know you do. Now, let me, first of all, and I think this you already did this on the Tom Lounge, so I'm not going to do it too much, but this is an insane top five. <laughs> <laughs> These are the most basic chocolate I, bars. I remember we were working together when that episode came out and we were on set and it was quite a busy day and you walked onto set and you were like, hey, man, can we have a word? And I was like, oh, fuck, what's happened? And you were like, what the fuck is up with your list of chocolate bars? <laughs> Uh, no dame, none of like, yeah, like crazy. But 
Oh, what I really want, probably, out of this kind of pedestrian and list do you, of And do you want to list what the chocolate bars? So we have a peppermint crisp, a violet crumble, the Turkish delight, the boost, and of course, old standby Cadbury dairy milk chocolate, mm-hmm. uh, glass and a half of milk. Mm-hmm. So probably, if I had to choose, I would uh-huh. take the peppermint crisp. Okay. However, <laughs> I am also irritated <laughs> at Ben, and my brain does weird things with lists of useless information, which is... It, ca- it just logs away his top five. So I know that he wants the Turkish delight. <laughs> so I'm trying to work out if I'm going to choke down the Turkish delight so that Ben doesn't get what he wants. How spiteful okay. is the day? But also, <laughs> he's drinking lime soda water, so I don't think he realises that that's not going to pair. So I'm going to go with the peppermint crisp. Okay, Dave's gone for his one that he wants. Ben? No, I think Hingo gets the <laughs> oh, this is. Well, I'll take, the, I'll take the Turkish delight, obviously. <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. Do you know what I actually wanted? What? I actually wanted the fucking peppermint crisp. <laughs> the moment we opened that box, I was like, I'm going to eat that. <laughs> I'm going to eat that. So what are you going to get out of the, the Violet Crumble, the Boost Bar, and the Dairy Milk oh, Plain? I mean, they're all good. They're all top five chocolates. I can't complain. You really literally can't. Or you have manifested these yeah. three chocolate bars. Or Ben. Yeah. Or okay. Tara oh. has sent us a mystery prize. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is, you can have, you can have one of those three bars, which are all bars in your top five. Okay. Or you can yeah. have... What's in the box? <laughs> See, if I know our listeners, and I think uh-huh. I do... Yep. This is a box of dog shit. <laughs> yeah, I think there's something real crook in that box that I don't want. Mm-hmm. But it might just be a bar of gold. And it, or it could be just heaps of peppermint crisps. It could be a bar of gold, though. I don't think it's heavy enough to be a bar of gold. A very small bar of gold wrapped in... I know it's not anthrax, because the, AB- the ABC checks for that now. <laughs> also, nobody's going to wrap anthrax in washi tape. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go the not the devil I know the uh-huh. delicious chocolate I know, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you what my thinking is here. Mm-hmm. My first preference is a violet crumble. Yep. To eat, but I don't know if our listeners know this. They might not watch the Dragon Friends stream. Mm-hmm. But we're sitting on Dave's handmade by I believe Alex Lee's husband mm-hmm. beautiful streaming table. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to get Violet Crumble Crumbs on oh, it. Oh, okay. So I'm going to go for the bar with the most structural integrity, which is going to either be the Dairy Milk or the Boost. Mm-hmm. Now, gun to my head, mm-hmm. which is the more structurally integ- I- integral? The Boost. Uh, no, definitely the Dairy Milk. Because the Boost would have crumbs over it. Boost has crumbs. But I'm not, like, I don't, I don't like the table that much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're, chick- you're, ch- you're I'm taking, taking the boost. the boost bar. All right, Ben, it's now time to reveal what was in the box. What this was is the mystery the prize that was sent in by Charo. Thank you, Charo. It was indeed an entire packet of Turkish delights. You fool. Oh, my <laughs> God. You fool. <laughs> you fool. There's like 30 in here. You fool. Oh you could have eaten the whole podcast. And they're egg form, too. They're in egg form. Uh, there's also two uh, vegan uh, bars. Oh, that's for nice me. for you. Um, Swiss Pico Vegan Coconut Milk Chocolate. Thank you very much, Charo Saventi. If you would like to send us some snacks, the ABC's address is <laughs> 700 Harris Street, Ultimo, New South Wales, 2007, I think. That might be the Ian Thorpe. Ida Butt Rose. That might be the Ian Thorpe Aquatic Centre. They're well, just look, up the road. Uh, well, that's the gym I go to. So <laughs> address it to Michael Hink. I'll get it either way. Can I Can I just say, Charo, thank you so much. This, Wonderful. This has been a delight. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know, speaking of the Anthorpe Aquatic Centre, uh-huh. um, I was there today. What for? Um, well, because my little boy really loves to go to pools to have a swim. Mm-hmm. And the one that we've been going to has been the delightfully titled Fanny Durack Pool. <laughs> and uh, that's outside. But then uh, for international listeners, Australia has La Nina 
weather right now. Yes. Um, and it's it's real rainy, and the boy is real upset about it in a very like heartbreaking way. Oh, so you want to need to find an indoor pool? Yeah, but to the point where like uh, he was like, "Why why it rains so much, mummy, daddy? Why it rains so much?" And then Anya, because like, if you guys have kids, you'll learn this. I refuse to. Okay. I mean, I'll have children, but I but will, you will not, not learn, this, learn this thing. I will not learn this lesson. Okay, Dave, do you think if you have children, you'll learn this? Uh, no, look, I will endeavor to. I don't. Yes, I guess. <laughs> okay. Well, the thing is, <laughs> tell me, tell me what it is. Well, the thing is, you when you have children or child, you spend a lot of time working out what to explain to them uh-huh. and what to go. It's just fucking because it is. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's just, mm. it's just because it's raining. Uh-huh. And Anya really mis- misjudged this one. Uh-huh. Because she explained the La Nina weather system to him. <laughs> <laughs> How old's your son? He's almost three. So, Did and she I heard explain El Nino as well because you really need to know, <laughs> you both. Need to know yeah. both sides of that coin. So I was in the other room and I heard this happen, and I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Because <laughs> he was like, "Why rain so much?" And Anya was like, "Well, it's just a bit of a rainy time at the moment." And he was like, "Yeah, but why?" And she was like, uh, "Well, um, well, actually, this was in the news." Like, why are you telling a kid that something's in the news? What are you, like, doing, like, Jay Leno gear? Like, you see this? You hear about this? You three-year-old? La Nina? Uh, and then she said, well, La Nina's here, and it's a weather system. It's a bit like a wind. Oh, and right. the trade winds. Yeah, and that means it. that it's going to be raining for a while. So, like, he doesn't think La Nina is a person, but he still has a name for the thing that isn't... So my train is La Nina. Is, is La Nina. And he does this really fucking adorable thing where he puts his hand together like his little pangolin. Um, and hunches over <laughs> and goes, maybe La Nina goes in three minutes. <laughs> um, so I said to him uh, this morning, I had a brainwave and I was like, there are indoor pools. It's 2021. Yep. It's almost so 2022. So you went to the Ian Thorpe Aquatic Center. Okay, now here's and the I thing. can only imagine that your son, who, uh, who is adorable, but like doesn't like, for example... Uh, Dyson hand dryers. It's not a brand thing. He doesn't like hand dryers at all. I imagine that he would love the booming acoustics (laughs) of an indoor pool in Glebe. He went okay. Mm -hmm. But the thing about the centre is that it's quite cold inside, but warm in the water. Yeah. So it's like 30 degrees, right? Yeah. It's like 30 degrees. There's a lap pool. There's like a pool for swimming lessons, and then there's like a fun do what you like pool. It's a piss have pool. a wee, yeah, have a wee. Yeah, yeah. but it's a for children. Bucket of wee. It's for children. There yeah. are no like unaccompanied adults in this pool. Yeah, right. But here's the thing: Were you asked to leave the pool? No. <laughs> when, when I was submerged in the water of which the piss I, pool of the piss pool, which I kind of had to do by like lying on my stomach because Mo didn't want to go into the deep end. Uh-huh. But I needed God. I needed to stay submerged otherwise I was fucking freezing, okay. right? Mo just didn't feel this cold. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I was in there with him and I was like, "Fuck, if I have to get out for any reason, I'm going to be so cold." And then he was like, "Daddy, I need to go to the toilet." And Anya was like, "Who's bone dry?" Anya's bone Anya's dry <laughs> reading a For fuck- the record, Anya did not get into the piss pool. <laughs> yeah. No, she's got dignity, is Anya. She's yeah. Dignity. Anya is reading a fucking book. And <laughs> <laughs> Some fucking book. <laughs> and she goes, oh, I'll take him. Okay. So she takes him to the toilet where oh. there's going to be a hand dryer. Are you now a grown man alone? <laughs> so here's the problem. Here's the problem that I had. Uh-huh. I was like, well, I don't want to get out because I'll be really cold. Yeah. But I also don't want to stay in. Because this is such a high turnover of parents that in like two minutes time, they're not going to have seen me with Mo. Yeah, and you're just being a, an unaccompanied... You'll be Michael Hink at the Santa Claus <laughs> being asked <laughs> yeah, to leave. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
So I ended up like sitting there for a while, just like sitting in this like waist deep water, <laughs> trying to keep warm. And then one parent looked at me, probably just like looked at me because that was the direction of his eyes. But I was like, not a pedo! And I like got out. <laughs> and I just stood there fucking shivering. Why didn't you just then get into the grown-up pool designed for your kind? Because that was 28 degrees. And the piss pool was 30. And what? And oh, you little lord. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this is a podcast where we go through the week classified to find the best and worst things to talk about. I don't have one! Um, I've given you one. I gave you one before. No, you didn't. Yes, it did. Uh, this one... Uh, Comes from America. It's taken from the Craigslist in America. How is your boost bar, Benjamin? Oh, it is. De- it is delicious. You did give me one. Didn't I did you? give you one. Is it over there? No. <laughs> this will get edited out. No, it won't because I want to get this out because we've got to p- promote this show. You've got it. It was. It was. It was specific to. to I know you handed it to me, David. I mean, Michael. <laughs> oh, I'm losing it's, it. Uh, is it in? Is it? It's very possibly thing? this. Yeah, it's there. Yes. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna start. Th- oh, let's let's start off with your one because it's for our guest. Oh yeah, yeah. This is for you, Dave. This oh, is for you. You shouldn't have. So this was sent in by Siddharth. Thank you, Siddharth. Hall, Hall of Cowards, Cowards MVP. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my God. There's a plinth there. Um, okay, so this was um, posted on Reddit. Um, I think the Dungeons and Dragons yeah, portion the of Reddit. Yeah, bit of Reddit. And as our listeners may know, um, Dave is the DM of... Uh, uh, the award-losing podcast, the award Dragon, Dragon Friends. Friends Thank of you. which we are members. Just, just uh, proud to have been nominated. <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, so this reads this. Help! Newish DM here. My party is too horny. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh, so should we just explain what a DM is? Yeah, so the Dungeon Master is the person who runs the game, basically, and they control the game. So if you want to do anything in the role-playing game of Dungeons & Dragons, you've got to ask the DM for permission. Mm -hmm. And then the DM makes you roll dice to see if you're allowed to do that thing. Often the things you want to do are like, you know, fight a goblin or ride a horse. Sure. Um, okay. In this instance, it appears they want to do horny and more amorous things than that. Okay, I know this sounds extremely stupid, but I need help. I'm a DM that has two parties with some overlapping characters. In general, it's fun. But I spent hours researching and homebrewing campaigns. Currently can't buy any new campaigns due to financial reasons. But it is an enjoyable activity for me, so I keep doing it. Here is the issue. Both parties really enjoy having sex with as many NPCs <laughs> as possible. That is non-player characters. That's 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 characters typically played by the DM. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have that's tr- probably crucial to understanding <laughs> the problem here. I have tried making the dice check high, making unattractive characters, succubi, and vengeful home-wrecked people out for violence, but it doesn't work. They roll stupid well on persuasion checks to seduce, and all are laughing so hard I just can't ruin their fun. How do I continue the plot of these campaigns along while simultaneously allowing them to have their fun? Thank you. Now, Dave, obviously this... um, I think you have a parallel set of issues with your dungeon DM group, which is not that our our Dungeon Dragons show is particularly horny necessarily, but... Often we don't want to do the thing that the DM wants us to do. Yeah, and and they say that like if you read any like the Dungeon Master's Guide or anything like that, it's always pretty clear that the D like you shouldn't be an autocratic D and D DM. Mm-hmm. The 
campaign needs to be able to set its own tone. The DM needs to be responsive to the needs of the players. Uh-huh. And I think that the generosity of this DM is appropriate because it's like they, they, they want people to enjoy themselves. But at the same time, <laughs> I cannot help but feel that if I was in that situation, I don't know what I would do. Um, so he's in. He, they're asking him, if I understand correctly, to role play fucking them as imaginary characters. Basically, yeah. And I... Because I, I, there are no rules in D&D for sex, are there? Well, there are many rules for D&D uh, for sex. Are they official D&D No, they are third-party rules. Right, okay. And so these are, these are like, I guess, homebrew games that have that, that, uh, that have got systems on how to pleasure someone or how to have sex. And yeah, whatnot. you can... Actually, you I think we did it once in Dragon Friends. Yeah, the Book of Erotic Fantasy or something. There is a, a famous core D&D book from times mm. gone by. But is this... Can we broaden this out, though? <coughs> if, do, do you ever have a problem with friends where... You're doing an activity. It might be D and D. It might be bowling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And someone is just doing it in an incredibly horny way. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to just cool them down. Is it okay to spray them with a hose? I mean, look. I think that. Uh, the <laughs> Sorry, I'm just imagining someone just spraying someone with a fire extinguisher <laughs> in a bowling alley. He was too <laughs> too horny. <laughs> I mean, like, I think no refund on the shoes. <laughs> I think if this DM is like. I think this DM is like uh, struggling with this enough to post on fucking Reddit about it. Mm. Surely their party must know not to. Do, oh, so you, you think at the point where you're posting about it on Reddit, you think the not potentially the non-verbal cues in the game would be like, "Hey guys, are we really need to go fight that dragon." And they're like, "Oh, but we're <laughs> here in the harem of harpies or whatever." <laughs> I really do like the idea of this guy like really trying to make the most unfuckable <laughs> characters possible and just getting Do you remember though that when oh, Dave, do you remember mm. when Alex Lee uh made Filge? Yeah. Her Our barbarian and dragon friends. Yeah, her like main thing to you and to Simon who was designing the character art was Primo and what was it? It was this like was Hings. No, this was what I said when I designed Frizo. Oh. I said to Simon, make him Primo fuckable. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. So the the way that you've got um, like a ca- people who I, I it's, you can it's not even just sorry, um, sorry Dave, but there Ben has just taken a bite of that boost, and there are cr- there are boost boost uh, bar crumbs all over your table. <laughs> I mean, I, I said it might happen. I've girded myself for this very <laughs> moment. The no, just the way that you can have any type of player, I think, that wants that like starts a D and D game. And ta- I've played D and D games. I've DM'd the games mm. where like the first starts at a tavern because they always start in a fucking tavern. And it's like, oh, there's a barmaid and there's a guy wearing you know a mysterious cloak in the corner who says, ah, oh, adventurers, come over here. Mm. And first person's response is, oh, what's the barmaid look like? I want to fuck the barmaid. Yeah. Right, right, and right. I think that that you know you remember Westworld. Remember when yeah, I was, was going to say Westworld. I, I think it I think it sets off like in certain people part of their brain, which is like running a mark like in Westworld. <laughs> it's, it's like standing in front of a dungeon. It's welcome to a world of infinite imagination. It's like, and I can fuck any of these goblins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and no one can stop me. I can suck off any of the goblin dicks. Any of the goblin dicks, I can suck them off. <laughs> I can see myself playing this game. <laughs> Do you remember when, like, in one of the Westworld seasons, they intimated pretty pretty heavily that. It was also a theme park for children. <laughs> like it was just a throwaway line, and it was like, "How the fuck does that work?" Yeah, the the, the children's crash right next to <laughs> the gem saloon. Yeah. 
So I just imagine in that tavern someone rolling for like um, acrobatics to hook their feet underneath the faucets of the bar to suck their own dick. Anyway. But this is very true, Dave. You've, you've hit upon a real, a, yeah. real, a real thing here, which is like the, the only limits in, in Dungeons and & Dragons and other role-playing games are your imagination. And mm. that which can sometimes be quite limiting. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, oh my God, magic is real. Dragons are back. You know, I'm playing this person like completely not like myself and I get to be free. Who can I suck off? <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. dice do I have to roll to suck someone off? Show me in the player's handbook where I can't suck this <laughs> goblin off. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, can I share one with you guys? Yeah, go for it. This uh, is taken from America. It's a Craigslist ad and it's a car. It's a rare one of six LS6 powered Camaros. They want $82,000 for it, which is quite expensive. And uh, the reason they might want $82,000 for it is that it is a KKK edition car. <laughs> Excuse me? This is not a joke, nor is it meant to promote racism. <laughs> <laughs> They've really carved out a lot of the possibilities. <laughs> this car was owned by a grand wizard of the Ku Klux Klan until he sold it to me in 2008. It has a 360 um, horsepower, 5.7 liter LS6 engine, which enables the car to hit. 60. Okay, so there's a bunch of car information. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. Like really breezed past the. Sure. KKK I mean, thing. at least he hasn't buried the lead. He just. <laughs> the red uh, with black front straps make it very exclusive. This is number six of 41 Camaros. Red and black, you say? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This is number six of 41 Camaros in the KKK Klansman uh, line. Oh, did Camaro cannot have done it. This has to be a custom job. I can't imagine Camaro made <laughs> clan cars. Did they? I mean, it was probably an extremely limited run. 78,000. <laughs> certain markets. <laughs> 78,400 miles on the odometer. Passed along uh, and passed <laughs> smog test three months ago. <laughs> the odometer. I'm sorry. It's just, can you imagine somebody who is in the market for a racist car <laughs> with a historical connection to the Ku Klux Klan? who is not prepared to use a car that has been driven too much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it will take you anywhere from Vegas to New York City. I reckon it won't. I reckon there are parts you probably couldn't go with this car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm asking for $82,000 or best offer. Give me a call or text at any time. Uh, it has rego until August. So... Does I'm anyone want this rare rego. racist car? Yes, it's a registr registered car. I'm going out on a limb here and saying that the red and black colours of that car are not uh, because that former Grand Wizard was a Les Mis fan. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just... Can you... Can you th th they say that it's not to promote racism. Can you think of a non-racist reason to buy this car? To blow it up. <laughs> yeah, okay, you could yeah, blow it up. Off a cliff, yeah, obviously. You, yeah, could, yeah. You, okay. could do a, you could do a poo on it. You could do a poo in it. Do you reckon $82,000 is worth doing a poo on something? Was well, also, it's not... Two owners ago was owned by a, a Klansman. Yeah, it's past... If you... Like, <laughs> I feel the first two... Those two owners kind of got off pretty scot-free. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you... I mean, I assume this is David Duke. <laughs> Like, I assume this is the, the the original owner was. I think that's around about the right vintage. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, 
for um, Senate uh, failed Senate candidate David Duke. Yeah. Uh, if you go, if you want to like stick it to the clan, uh huh. And you know what? I think you should. No, of course, how brave of you to stay on this podcast? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. This is um, I'm drawing a line in the sand. You go to, you know, the best case scenario is Uh you go and wreck that guy's car, right? While he owns it. While he owns it. Okay, great. (laughs) Yeah, I think it really sort of softens the blow if you buy it. It is a substantial markup from him. Absolutely. Second best thing to do Uh is to steal it. Uh Uh-huh, sure. And then the, probably we're getting to like the 20th or 30th best thing to do, read the Grand Wizard's KKK car, Uh is buy it off somebody who bought it from him and uh-huh. then do a poo in it. Well, okay. Because I think it would be worse to buy it off him. I think that's the one thing that would be worse. Yeah. Okay. So you're saying at this point, David Duke has already made his profits. Yeah. There's you're now w- giving it to someone who has previously, by, we know, done business with the clan. And if you, but we don't know about their <laughs> affinities. Well, that's, that's the thing. I mean, there is. They might have bought it to do a poo in it. <laughs> I mean, they should say that. If they've done a poo in this car, they should say that. Because also, like, even even in even if you are buying this car to do a poo in it, once money has changed hands, mm. you're just pooing in your own car. I don't think it would upset David Duke. Can you, if you had sold, did you ever sell a car? Uh, no, I've only ever sold cars to mechanics once I've driven them into the ground, basically. So if you sold a car to somebody, even a car you loved, and yeah. then they they were like they paid you good money for it, uh-huh. and, they, and then now in this instance, am I the grand wizard? No, of the no, 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 critically not. Okay. Okay. But. You, you know, you, you think you get a read of them. They seem like a nice person. They're going to look after your car and they pay you the money and the, the check goes through and you're yeah. happy. And then two days later, they call you up and they're like, I did a poo in your car. You I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I, I'd be like, oh, I podcasted in that. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> I've, already, I've already done much worse. Yeah. It's like, all right, okay. Um, yeah. Well, thanks for the money. No, you, you're right. I think there's a, there is a universe and I, I am loath to give this person the benefit of the doubt because uh-huh. as you say, I wouldn't give this person the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> well, they say it's for not promoting racism, and yet here we are. You have yeah. to say that when you're selling a Nazi car. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think do you think there is a world in which mm-hmm. this guy mm-hmm. went to saw a car listed on was like that's the exact car I want. Exactly. The model I want. Oh good. I love Les Mis and the, those that red <laughs> and black reminds me of Angelos's song at the at the at the beginning of Act. Mid- middle of, uh, end of Act One. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> and I I I really I want to get around in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he turns up to the house. Hey, do you look familiar? I yeah, man. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of Buddhist symbols of peace around. Wait, no, that's not. <laughs> that's the other way. That's the other way. <laughs> Wait, I'm looking in a mirror. <laughs> Just one friggin' second. That's David Duke. But I love this car. And he's and running down the street <laughs> away from me. <laughs> uh, fuck. I've spent so long trying to get this car. It's perfect. Mm. Price is very good. And I've, I've made David Duke promise that he won't spend this money on racist stuff because I've given it to him in gift vouchers. <laughs> um, fuck. All right. Let, do you think that there is a world in which he's got the car and mm-hmm. gone, as much as I am against everything that the former owner of this car stands for, it is undeniable that this adds value. And is there some way? Okay. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And by value, let me be very clear. You mean market value. Not, not, <laughs> not ethical not value. Well, the three of us are all people who, for various reasons, would not be allowed to join the clan. Right? Sure. <laughs> I thought um, you were going to say drive a car. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just you, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, so even though we are barred from entering this organization, and not that I want to join the clan, yeah. to be clear. 
but they're not going to let me. Even if I, even if I went through the, it's that Groucho <laughs> thing. <Yeah. laughs> even if I, even if I put in a detailed declaration, <laughs> even if I did fill out all the, fo- I imagine there's forms. You sure, sure. They wouldn't. Let, they, there's no way they're letting me in. Yeah. Is there a world in which me buying this car is sort of a reclamation of, a, like they, oh, they wouldn't let me have their club. Being uh-huh. their club, but now I'm dry. Now who's got their car? That like, feels a lot like you're trying to say, is this something I could pull off ironically? To which I think the answer is no. <laughs> okay, so you don't think I could ironically dr- drive a clan car, Dave? <laughs> I don't think you could make that work. I think I could imagine, I could imagine, and I don't think that this is a wonderful um, testimony to how I think of you. I could imagine you buying the car. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then I could imagine you telling Hum that you'd bought the car. Yeah. And then I could imagine you having to sell the car very quickly. <laughs> and I guess I imagine a kind of sort of zany situation where you're trying to get the car repainted. Yeah. Do you know what I can imagine? Because a uh, friend of the... I don't think he's ever been on the podcast, but mm. friend of the podcast, Tiger Webb, mm-hmm. is... He was uh, on a live episode where I was too ill to be there, I believe. Oh, okay. Well, he uh, he has a, a number of jobs at the ABC, but one of them is sort of the... Um, the firewall to Hing's bullshit. Yeah. So whenever Hing wants to do something stupid on radio, like mint triple J cryptocurrency, yeah. Tiger tends to text me <laughs> and goes, oh, this fucking thing. Look at... So I can imagine a world where I get a very weary text message from Tiger Webb <laughs> saying... Hing wants to buy the oh, clan car. He wants to buy triple J drive time show yeah. is going to buy David the clan car. fucking car and they want to give it away. No, they're going to turn it into a Black Thunder. Yeah. Here's the thing. <laughs> We, we can't, the Triple J doesn't Wait a fucking second, you're a vegan. I'm taking this Turkish delight because it's got chocolate. Okay, fair enough. Um, Triple J currently doesn't have a Black Thunder. We don't have a car. We drive around to hand out icy cold cans of Coke. I did ask Hum if we could use her cube car for it. She said no. Um, now, Triple K, the Ku Klux Klan, <laughs> could, we, <laughs> could, could, we re-brand. could we rebrand this? It's already red, which is one of our station's colors. We'd have to probably remove the black, change it to white, and then uh-huh. I guess... I, 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 I guess just obscure feel like a lot origins. of work Here's to justify buying a car that thing. is not unconnected to. Mm-hmm. There are certain elements of the media that like to take a swing at the ABC, mm-hmm. particularly Triple J. A lot of the, and a lot of those elements of the media are conservative tabloids, a la news.com.au and or the Murdoch Press, mm-hmm. Fox News uh, Australia, etc. Mm-hmm. How do you think they would vibe? News is owned by Murdoch, by the way. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. But who, how do you think they would vibe with Triple J, a yeah. leftist organisation, mm-hmm. purchasing... A clan's car. Uh-huh. Where do you think they would come down on that? Waste of taxpayers' money or finally coming around to the right <laughs> side? What I do you think, reckon? I think for balance, you'd have to buy Stalin's bike. <laughs> 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 let me tell you, News Corp would not be a fan of that. <laughs> I think, unfortunately, due to Ed Poles, uh-huh. you'd have to buy the uh, uh-huh. tandem bike that he rode with <laughs> Lennon. Lennon. I don't know. <laughs> and then before he loaded it with an ice pick. Yeah. <laughs> he rode it in with just a, and it, like, a lever that he pulls that <laughs> makes the back of the bike fly up. <laughs> Okay, so so then obviously we've gone left and right. Do we need to get just in terms of authoritarianism versus freedom? Should we be getting like Pol Pot's uh, hovercraft? You know, <laughs> I, th- I think you meant. To, I think the the, the on the end of that axis, you just get the weird bike with like a birdcage on it that like somebody in Newtown would mm-hmm. would ride covered uh-huh, in glitter. Uh-huh. Sure, yeah, sure, sure, sure. and then uh, also just just to complete the set and to really like round out that like. Uh, Political kind of um, uh, matrix. Yep, sure. um, you get the Unabomber's unicycle. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I called them the Unabomber. Yeah, they did. A lot of people don't realize that, but uh, it's because he got around on one of those. 
Um, hey, uh, what are we doing time-wise? Can I, can I ask you guys for some advice mm-hmm. before we get to Dave's classified? Mm-hmm. Mm. I know we usually do uh, uh, We usually do classifieds on this. This is not related to anything we've spoken about, except for, Dave, you mentioned uh, Hum just before. Yeah. Hum uh, would make me sell the clan car, definitely, if, we, if I bought it. She, she wouldn't, she wouldn't that's, come and That's that. part of Hum's job. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Even anyway, she's the tiger web of my relationship. Hum <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I have recently decided to try and get married. Oh, um, now, <laughs> now that's not get married. We're, we're not engaged. I have, I have never once heard it phrased that way. <laughs> we're not. I have never that once really heard that phrase. That really suggesting that you are compiling a list of obstacles. <laughs> <laughs> if, she, if she can complete you, the Ninja Warrior course you know, in a better time than I, I, I will l- marry her. I would love to marry you, babe. But you know those marriage riddles. Um, <laughs> Gosh, all right. Well, in the morning. Can, can I just say I'm that on, me and uh, Hum are are going to try and get married has the sort of I was thinking about this the other day how alien the phrase going to a bar and being like hello can I have a cup of beer <laughs> like <laughs> I think that would immediately out you as like an alien yeah sure well okay here's the thing we <laughs> have a yummy cup of beer yeah. thanks <laughs> uh, I haven't proposed yet neither is okay. she right uh, there was some talk early on in our relationship that the first time either of us proposes, the other person would say no, quote, as a bit. And oh I don't God. think my, my, my fragile heart could deal with that right now. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, so no one's proposed, but uh, mm-hmm. we, we need to get married. That's a really, that is a funny joke that really makes an impasse in a relationship. <laughs> yeah, and hasn't it been ruining our lives, Dave? <laughs> um, we want to try and do it sometime next year. And Hang on, do you mean you want to try and get engaged sometime next year? Well, we'll probably have to get engaged before you get married. We want to get married sometime next but year. But what do you mean try? You could go home be- <laughs> and do it right now. You could do it on the podcast. Because this we could, could be co- it. Hum's listening. And right now, the little hairs in the back of her neck yeah. would be standing um, up. Well. You got uh, anything to say, Hank? Babe, if you are listening, I have some washing in the dry that I <laughs> <laughs> haven't taken out. Oh, my I, God. No. So, um, the thing is, we, we, we're having to look at a couple of venues for weddings. Right. Um, I. Are you trying to ask if you can do this in Hitler's bunker? (laughs) No. The Eagle's Nest? Dave, you have a lovely house. It does have a lovely house. A lovely house. (laughs) No. You have a lovely house. Absolutely not. A lovely house. house. Now, your. your... I would. You know what? If if it was going to actually be your wedding and just be your wedding, I would love to have my friend Michael Hing married in my house. Uh It's going to be some fucked up content engine. (laughs) Yeah. And there is absolutely no way. Well, I yeah. think we've been looking for new things to put on the Patreon feed, right? <laughs> and I <laughs> wonder if stretch goals. Stre- and we've already got the streaming set up here because of Dragon Friends That's Day. That's true. Would you allow Hum and I, two of your very close friends, mm-hmm. to be married in your house to live stream the event for what? 10 bucks? What do you reckon? $5? Uh, 15 15 Yeah, well, yeah. 15 It's a premium bit of content. 15 bucks. We'll cut you in. Yeah. I reckon $1.50... From every street, so that's ten percent. That that's is a 10%. share, and you that's... don't have to get married at all. No, ever. You, you, you can. Just... I, I am married, happily oh, well, married. Congratulations, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go to your wedding. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I have a lot of anxiety. You were invited. <laughs> um, yeah. Can I just say that I really hope you do manage to 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 get married, so oh. I can sit in my fucking car <laughs> playing yeah, Blocku Doku. I'll tell you what. If if you if you can. If Ben is willing to sit in his car outside his house as a live audio cross, <laughs> then I will consider letting you get him married in the streaming room in my house. Okay, okay. But I'm not moving the D&D table. <laughs> that is a deal breaker. Okay, well, maybe Hum won't allow us to be married in front of um, Dice. Um, <laughs> well, thank you, for your, uh, th- thank you for your very kind offer, Dave. I'll take it to Hum and we'll see how we go. Dave, do you have one you want to bring yes, us home I with? Yes, I do, I do. Um, this is from Discord member Chris. 
Thank you, Chris. Uh, it is also from Reddit, from the Up My Chest subreddit. And it is, I'm jealous of my wife's relationship with our rabbit. <laughs> Strong. Four months ago, my wife and I decided to get a rabbit, a big black lop called Theodore. Things were fine at first, and I did like him. Let the record show <laughs> I did like and him. And I tried. <laughs> there were no issues. But as time has elapsed, I've tentatively been observing a certain dynamic that this rabbit has brought to our household. Whenever I come home from work, my wife is with Theodore. When I <laughs> Such a funny name. When I wake up, my wife is with Theodore. She spends at least an hour with this bunny every day. She does everything for him. This isn't just a normal friendship thing. And I'll just admit it, I am fucking jealous. I guess she sees something in Theodore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the rabbit is male. So yeah, that does make it worse. <laughs> Getting cut by a rabbit. <laughs> They're virile. Oh yeah, and this is sexual rivalry, just to be clear. I don't care if it sounds stupid. Well, <laughs> good, because I would never say this to anyone in real life. But this is how I feel. I haven't broached the topic to her. I'm just quietly stewing over this. What's I should have never gotten her that rabbit. Very healthy. Because it seems like he's literally stealing, literally stealing my own wife away from me. Yes, I'm aware they probably aren't doing anything sexual. <laughs> Wow, that probably there. Yeah. <laughs> that that this is an that's a, the kernel that eats th away. Yeah, this is you. an Othello for the ages. Obviously, we can't rule out anything. We can't rule out anything. <laughs> but but the precedent just annoys me and makes me what feel precedent? Insecure. The precedent of his wife spending an hour a day with yeah. Something? Now maybe this is just parent brain, but uh -huh. an hour a day does not seem very fucking long at all. <laughs> Spend with a rabbit? I feel like rabbits... Over 24 hours? I think if you aren't prepared to spend an hour a day with something that you lock in a wire cage the rest <laughs> of the time, you shouldn't have a rabbit. Yeah, even the even the guy in Silence of the Lambs, like, <laughs> you know, gave a lotion and stuff. Like <laughs> That was your takeaway from that scene? <laughs> well, that's probably now. <laughs> hmm, okay. So, in this instance, are we, give, are we trying to advise... Obviously, if you're the person who owns the rabbit and is spending, in this man's mind, too much time with the rabbit, if you're that person, get out. Obviously, mm. you need to leave. This man sucks. Yeah, right? yeah. But if we were to advise the jealous um, husband, I guess, or... Or the rabbit. Rabbit. My, my advice for the rabbit is step off! <laughs> <laughs> my my advice for the relationship is sever, toxic. <laughs> I, think, I think the wife should leave, obviously. I wonder if... If you here's here's how I would approach the situation. Mm -hmm. If I find myself in in a position where, and I'm not specifically talking about harm, but if I was in a relationship with someone and I spent too much time with the rabbit, I was jealous of the rabbit. Mm -hmm. I would find myself. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be angry at the rabbit. The rabbit's just be doing. The rabbit's just mm. living the living his life. Yeah, you know, he doesn't know what he's doing. Oh, he might though. <laughs> It's I possible that Theodore knows exactly yeah, what he's yeah. doing. I can imagine meaningful looks over his shoulder. <laughs> I can imagine my I can imagine being so weak willed as to begin to imitate the rabbit in every way in oh, order to like steal her back. Snuzzle up to her yeah. with a little nose or yeah, like maybe 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 have a suit made of rabbit fur. Be colorblind. That, that's yeah. not subtle. You did say subtle. Oh, it starts subtle. <laughs> okay. We're, we're, we're oh, so you come home and you're like, Do you know what I'd really love? Some carrots. Yeah. Hey, what's oh, up, Doc? Etc. Yeah. Et cetera. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just 
Maybe you could feed them to me? Is that yeah. crazy? Yum, yum, From yum, a yum, flattened yum. palm? Oh, I've just taken a shit on this newspaper. What yeah. do you think of that? Hey, huh? babe, this lamb is delicious. Does it come in um, pellet form? Because <laughs> uh, I'm just jonesing for some pellets. I could have my teeth, el- my two front teeth elongated. You yeah, know? What you'd want to do is, what would be simpler is to have the others filed down. Filed down. <laughs> that, that's basically something you can do with a trip to Bunnings. <laughs> do you get jealous, Hing? Are you a jealous type? I am the... the I could not be further from jealous. I am negligent. Yeah, <laughs> I am. I am ba- a barely present in any friendship or relationship I've ever been in. <laughs> any time that somebody takes on a secret lover, honestly, a relief. <laughs> honestly, I I could not. I don't think I could ever cheat on Hum. Not because obviously I love her so much. She kill you. She, yeah, and not just because I love her so much, and also she kill me. But also just, I don't think I would ever. Yeah, I'm just not into people that much. Yeah, yeah. I've uh, always thought that an affair, and this might be damning on me, although I, I, it's probably good. I cannot think of something more exhausting and anxiety-inducing to take on, or even just just to, even a, like a polycule. You're just having another person in a relationship. Yeah, I think it, that, that that yeah, I think it takes a certain kind of person to to entertain. Ben, you've gone yeah. silent. And you're staring into the middle distance. You're no, you need to just, admit to us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just. Think, I I really agree with Dave. I I mean, I if I were a jealous person, I don't think I'd be like, oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, but I think you're right. I think there would be something like so incredibly exhausting about it. Honestly, I feel like if Hum cheated on me, it would be a relief. Okay, that's that's probably further than I too go. much. Oh no! What if she what if she cheated on you with, with a r- successful comedian radio personality? Yeah. What if what if she and Ronnie, maybe what if she and Ronnie Cheng started something? Uh, yeah. I, I, I look. I just don't think Ronnie would have her. No, nope, that's, <laughs> that's, that's that's not the question though. That's not the question. We're trying to see if there's a kernel be, of jealousy. I think, I think it would be. Fun. I think there's something uh, the, the, a, fl- a personality flaw I have mm-hmm. is that I um, will readily play the victim mm-hmm. uh, because it's easier. It's it, it's very easy. You know, oh, you would enjoy being cucked because well, then you get to have a bit of sympathy. You know, all your friends be like, "Oh, she left you," and 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 everyone be like, plus all the sex stuff that comes with being cucked. <laughs> well, I don't think I, have, I, don't, I don't think I have to. Wa- In this scenario, I don't have to watch. Yeah, you have to watch. You have to watch. Uh, no, I get a well, horrible little sympathy. S- <laughs> <laughs> well, I certainly have to be into it. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> I don't know. I think Humwood could do very. I think Hum could obviously do a lot better than me. Oh, I mean, uh, I think that's like we it, all we all we all know that. that. Yeah. It's only a matter of time until she leaves. I think most listeners of the, of the podcast, having never met either of you, would, would instinctively <laughs> intuit that. Is part of the appeal that you immediately think of the some part of the appeal of Hum cheating on you would yeah. be that y- instantly you put it on the ledger of grievances. So it's like, yes, I left the laundry in the on the dryer, dryer, but you you're fucking Ronnie Chang. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, it doesn't have to be Ronnie. Could, let, 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 let's. I don't want it to be specific people because I feel like this, that it, could actually make it quite a, a weird discussion to have with him later. What if but it was bro- Hugh Jackman? Uh, look, Hugh, Mr. Wolverine himself. I wonder. Whopper train. Who's the person? The who boy th- from Rio. I'm trying to think who the person who Hum, if Hum left me for them, mm-hmm. or I would discover to be having an affair with them. Who actually would I be? Because Hugh Jackman, He's a, he's a Hollywood space hunk, or, or sorry, he's a Hollywood mutant hunk. He's, yeah. Um, oh, do you mean who's the person that would be offensive because you would see yourself through not them? Not just that, but also just like who would annoy me the what most? What about old Janky Jank here? If she left me for you, a league caster. Oh, like oh, a League of Legends yeah. caster. Yeah, you used that to work be, for League that, of Legends. That would be so surprising. That would be so baffling as to be like, well, I never really knew this woman, you know, because uh-huh. she derided never had a chance. My love of League of Legends for so long that you know, uh, if she left me for Ben. Uh, I just I I, I can't I, I think it would be it I think it would be the end of this podcast. <laughs> no, I think <laughs> we just talk around it. I think uh, steely gaze at each other. 
Oh, Benjamin? <laughs> oh, I the, see you. This is the <laughs> podcast where I have a sodi and I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> I could go to you at any moment. Um, ben, home, thank you for having me at your house today. Home, <laughs> it's been a while since you've been on the podcast. What have you been up to? <laughs> well, you know what, though? I think at least Hum would chill the drink. So. <laughs> Uh, this has been. Thank you so much for having us in your beautiful um, wedding venue, David. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, it's always a pleasure. The last time you guys came here, it was Christmas. So. It was. Wow. It was. I, I think. Gosh. I think it's been just just under a year. Last time we just kind of turned up. I, I think unannounced is a bit strong, but I don't think we close announced to. that we close to close to, and yeah. we recorded a Christmas episode here um, and gave yes. me a terrifying warning of things to come. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. So uh, thank you for listening to this. If you have any classifiers to send in, you can send them in to our, our Twitter at ftagh_pod or to our Facebook page, or you can find the uh, the unofficial Freedom of Good Home Discord that I've started. Oh yeah. Uh, it's just in uh, on my link tree. And let me tell you something. If uh, you do want to like. If you do want to send in some 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 chockies and yep. some snacks, mm-hmm. um, probably not sodies. I don't think sodies travel very well. Oh well, I will say actually, Charo. Speaking of, he also uh, they also sent in a bunch of apples that rotted in this. <laughs> so, <laughs> I when I by the time I, by the time it made it through its way through ABC security, the apples didn't make it. So mm-hmm. if you are going to send us, please don't send any fresh produce because we had to throw those out. Um, but I tell you what, if you could, if you want to do what Charo did, which is like a mystery box. Oh yeah. Can you, can you, uh, would it fucking kill you to like DM wow. me first and be like, hey, this is what's in the mystery box? <laughs> Why? Because I don't want to go in blind. I missed out on all that fucking Turkish delight. Oh, because it was. Oh, yeah, I'm just asking it. you to rig it for me. Oh, basically. sure. Okay. Well, um, 700 Harris Street, Ultimo, mm-hmm. uh, New South Wales, 2007. So that'll either go to the ABC or yep. the uh, Ian Thorpe Aquatic Centre. Yep. Um, where I'm now no longer allowed to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dave, do you have anything you'd like to plug aside from your award-losing podcast? Uh, yeah, my award-losing podcast is doing its Christmas show in Sydney. So mm-hmm. that's coming up. On you know, Dave, tickets have been on sale for that for a good amount of time. Yeah. I think that you can be confident that you're running a well-oiled <laughs> machine. Because they're... Thinking about how close those two shows are. Yeah. yeah. Us yeah. Is, I think hey, can we plug our podcast at your podcast? Can we do it, please? <laughs> I think there's a lot that Dave can do to stop us. Uh, the 11th of uh, December on that Saturday afternoon, uh, I think 4 p.m. is when Fred Will Good at Home is going to happen at the Comedy Store. Please come along to that. Ben, and, what are you and, and when's the when's the Christmas the Christmas show? It's like the 8th or the 7th? Yeah, it's the 8th. Um, you can get tickets at thedragonfriends.com. Or and this is code. comedystore.com.au slash events slash free hyphen two hyphen r hyphen I love that you make buying tickets to your own event like it's a fucking arg. It might be comedystore.com.au actually or comedystore.com. Like, I, I reckon comedystore is probably taken dot com is probably taken by the one in Okay, America. we'll try, try both. Comedystore.com. Don't buy tickets to our LA live show. That hasn't been announced yet. <laughs> <laughs> so. But that is in three weeks. And if, so. and if, you're, if you're at all <laughs> if you're at all unhappy with the amount of tickets that you do sell do you remember that King's approach is to go onto the podcast a week before and give people a link back to his Instagram. Find out where <laughs> it's in the link up. tree. It's in the link tree. You're able to find it uh, at Hingers on Instagram. Ben, what do you got coming up? I mean, apparently I'm doing a fucking live show with you. On the so 11th of December. So I don't, I don't want to dilute this plug. Okay, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> and well, if you would like tickets to Hing's wedding next year, <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. approach him in the street, anywhere. I mean, yeah, you'll be able to get them through our Patreon notes. Um, all right, we'll see you next week. Bye! Bye. If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain If you're not into yoga If you have half a brain If you like making love at midnight 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.